there was an opportunity for them to take a banana <laughs> out of no, it's okay. Like, laugh because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. This that, is like the most. This is the craziest thing you've ever heard. I didn't even know people did I know, that. And I feel like I've heard of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. The government is absolutely in possession of UAPs. We go to another planet. Oh, this is We would invade. We would yeah. invade. And I think that's why we think they would do that to us. I am loving that. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture. Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us, who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Freeman. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Those Are the Girls. For those that do not know, this is a pop culture podcast, and we're talking about things from a different perspective, a Christian conservative perspective. We're talking about femininity and faith, and this is your next favorite podcast. I'm just letting you know now. So go ahead and subscribe and follow and give it a rating. Go ahead and do that now because it's going to be your favorite one. Anywho, what's up? How are you? Good, good. We went to Atlanta this week for an for an Angels versus Atlanta Braves game. The Angels lost miserably. Okay. And what team are you that's okay. pro? The Angels, but that's okay. Okay. Uh, it made no sense for us to go, but it was fun and it was a good date. So what are you up to these days? Your hair looks fab. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the only thing I really want to chat about for five seconds um, is I got my ring back. Um, I went to the gym, uh, gym mining back. Oh, it was beautiful. And thank you, thank you. And no. I, this was one of the stones I pulled out, and they can turn into a ring. So I'm really excited about that. Um, oh my I probably gosh. never take this ring off, even though it is silver and I wear gold jewelry, but I literally do not care. I'm obsessed no. with it. That's I'm, amazing. It's rose quartz, and now I'm about to go back into my uh, rock era. I actually, quick background story I actually used to really collect rocks. Um, like, I went to. The Nature Museum had, like, a, a huge event. Like, I was really into it. My parents took me to the event. Anytime we ever went anywhere that had gem mining, I was collecting rocks. I used to – I had a toothbrush and um, sh- soap and stuff like that, and I would, like, wow. collect rocks. I was super into it, and I'm about to get back into that. I've been thinking about, like, stuff I can do that's not, like – doesn't cost a lot of money. I okay, – Yes. Since, okay, really quick. I just want to show you guys this <laughs> one rock that I got <laughs> that I, I'm going to clean it and – um. I just need to get time because like it doesn't cost money i can just get find an old toothbrush and soap and water and i have a little dish i can put it in but i got this this um rock and it literally like when i pulled it out and mine for it it came in the shape it's the shape of a heart and it's, it's so beautiful. pretty it is beautiful and it just like for the listeners so it's like a huge it's like a huge oh, yeah, rock right. like almost the size of your fist yeah and it's purple and shiny and it's in the shape of a heart. 
It's super cute and pretty. I, I'm going to polish it. <laughs> it's so funny. Last night I was laying in bed and I was looking at rock polishers. Like you can get like a tumbler that'll like polish and like shine your rocks and stuff. I was looking that's at amazing. that. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's the exciting thing going on in my life. Um, We have a lot to cover today. A lot to cover. First thing mm-hmm. I want to cover, um, well, first thing I want to ask you, partially because I saw a fun tweet about this and that's why I want to ask you. Um, oh, jeez. What, and this is for the audience too, so you guys tell me in the comments, what do you think the song of the summer is? I feel like normally it's like a consensus, like, this is the song of the summer. What do you think it is this summer? Because I feel like everybody's song of the summer is different for whatever reason. It doesn't feel as unified. Okay, I'm really not up to speed with, like, the new songs. Is it okay if I, like... No, honestly. Oh, you know what? Flowers. Flowers. Let's do Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Okay. Okay. You know, Although that I, was more like January. I was trying not to say anything. That came out a little bit before Valentine's Day. But if that's what mm-hmm. you... Is that your personal... You know what? What's your personal song of yeah. the summer? Okay. Because now, everybody goes through seasons, you know? What exactly. What you cannot stop listening to right now? As it's about okay. to be fall, what is it? Okay, I have like a few songs I've been kind of listening to. No Excuses by Megan Trainer. Don't know if you heard that one. Can I play okay. a little second of it? Please do, because I'm going to play a second of mine. Okay, there's that one. Um, While you the other one, really quick, I want to say, um, Isabel and I were talking a couple weeks ago, I guess it's probably a couple months ago now, about like songs stuff like that. We were talking about like upbeat, fun people. And we said Megan Trainer. Yes. And I guess she just had yes. a theme for the podcast. Megan, you are always welcome on this podcast. Um, we would love to chat with you. I'd love to talk about how you truly feel about teachers. Did you see that? She didn't, they were talking about like, she homeschools her kids. And I think she just got really into it. She was like, yeah, I think she said like F teachers, but I don't think she truly meant, I think, you know how you just get talking about she it. She also has thrown shade at anybody that's skinny. So like. Which is interesting because, so there's a tweet that went around today and it was like, now that Lizzo is, I'm actually going to announce this. Now that Lizzo is canceled, we can all agree Megan Trainer is a real icon for the big girls. But I'm looking at this video and she's actually not that big. No, like, when no. You look at the video. I don't. Why did we? I mean, she's not even obese. She's. I just think a she was like she's like early two thousands big because early two yeah. thousands was like the low rise like anorexic like I, that yeah. was. The style. I'm like at, and I'm like, how did I think? And I was singing along to this, and like you know, I'm like twice her size. Like, yeah, this is for us. But it's like, wait a second, this really isn't for us. Is this appropriate? I'm just joking. <laughs> is this appropriating? Well, I think. Oh my. <laughs> just joking. Just joking. It's Megan Trainer because she's not. <laughs> just joking. What? She can sing that all about the bass. No trouble. Anyway, wow. so you like that song? Uh, the other song. What was the other song you've been listening? Oh, to? I don't know. I have a million other songs, but I can't choose one. So let's do "No Excuses" by Megan Trainer. What about you? Okay, it's this song that. I've seen on TikTok and Twitter, and it's so, it's like making fun of 
music from like 1999 early pops euro type thing and it's so funny and you guys have probably heard it here we go You actually bought to this? Yeah, it's so fun. It's a joke though, like Yeah. But I'm wow. like, oh, this is like it's been in my head. Like every time I I've been saying um the line oh, what is the line? It's like a Oh yeah, when the rhythm is glad, there is nothing to be sad. Like that doesn't even make sense. But that it's doesn't... so fun. When the... That's like that's like uh you know the song Shower, like singing, singing in, the shower. in the shower. Okay, there's one part that's like there's one part that's like I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I get what you mean, because and like that's like the joke, like the that type of music is they just say words like yes exactly they just say words anyway that's my song of the summer i am obsessed with it like i think about okay no 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 here here it is here it is it says um there ain't no guarantee but i'll take a chance on we like (laughs) (laughs) what and like Andy's like, she really thought she did something there. <laughs> what? That there whole... ain't no guarantee, but I'll take a chance on we, baby. Let's take our time. Like all I remember singing in the shower. Yada yeah, exactly. yada yada. I don't know. Yes. those are the words, but that's how yeah. I hear it in my head. Um, but like, why do people like this? We need to make. Girl, we need to have a segment about stupid rhymes that we just accept societally. <laughs> oh, there's this line in this Nicki Minaj song where um, she, oh my goodness. We're, okay, it's in the song only, and it's in the song with a- um, Oh no, not that song. Okay, it's a line I don't want to hear she, any word out of that song. No, 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 no. She goes- I don't duck nobody but tape. Yeah, that was a setup for a punchline on duck's tape. I like, know. Okay. I don't duck nobody but, but tape. Duck yeah, tape. that was a setup for a punchline. She literally says duck. Like, it's not, she's not being censored. She literally says, I don't duck nobody but tape. Yeah, that was a setup for a punchline on duct tape. I'm like, oh. I know. See, I know. I remember, like, bopping to that and being like, girl, wait. Wow. Okay, so here's something. I'm looking at the lyrics. It says, when I walk in, I always thought it said, when I walk in, stand up straight. I love that line. Like, I love that Yes, line. yes. That's not what it says. When I walk in, zip up straight. What? Okay, you and I would have been better at rating this song. Yeah. I'm going to still say stand up straight. So. Yeah, I'm going to say stand up straight. I mean, I love that. When I walk in, stand up straight. I love yes. that. Like, yes. yes, when I walk in, stand up straight. My interns <laughs> at my job, ma'am. That's correct. And um, my co-worker's like, like joking about, and I'm like, no, I am, I'm a ma'am to him. Are you kidding me? Like, he's my intern. What is this? 
Yes, that's right. When I walk into them, when I walk in, put your phone down. That's exactly right. When I walk into them straight, put your phone down. That's exactly yes, right. Ma'am. Yes, that's all. Yes, exactly. Um. Anyway, these are songs of the summer. Let us know what your song of the summer is. It's almost fall. We're gonna be doing some fun things for back to school. Um, and back to reality. I'm saying back to school like I'm going to school. Back to reality, because I feel like once. At least, like in Charlotte, I'll say, now that the summer's over, we're not going to be outside as much. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at the beginning of the summer, we were doing the like, you know, hey, let's meet in Uptown at 11, or let's meet in something at 11, and then, you know, driving home at 10. You can't do that when it gets yeah. chilly. So that season's almost over, and it's getting even hotter now, too. August is probably one of the hardest times of show. Oh, this is your first Charlotte August. Yeah, it is. You're sweating and it's sticky. Just remember it's sticky. So it hasn't been too sticky though. Okay, it's gonna get worse. No offense. Okay, good. Just letting you know. Just so you know. Okay, so a couple announcements. We have a merch store like this beautiful cup. You're gonna want this cup when you go back to school because I mean this can be your emotional sort uh, your emotional support cup. You're gonna have Mm. your coffee from Starbs or Dunkin' or uh, the coffee you make at home with seven weeks coffee. I was just about to say. <laughs> and then you're going to need your water cup. And this is this is the one you should get. Um, it'll notify everybody around you that you are a fan of those other girls. And then you'll be able to. Um, and you don't have to tell them. them. They'll just see it. So. No, no, no. Yeah, you don't have to we even cover that. It. Yeah, they'll see it. And then you guys can like connect over that. Um, we also have an app. <laughs> we also. <laughs> we also... <laughs> For the people you can't see, Mallory did like. <laughs> A forehead tap, like she was signaling someone. Oh no! Yeah, like that's how people will know. Like you'll have like you connect. Yeah, you'll connect. You'll connect because you'll see that you'll be like, "Oh my goodness, I'm a fan of those other girls." I'm yeah, putting that crazy. in our promo. <laughs> you, yeah, you should because that. I mean, that's how you'll know. What this is how we'll recognize each other out in the wild. Everyone, we'll have our cups and then we'll do like this. In the wild. <laughs> we'll be at events. Oh. <laughs> Um, you said in the wild. Yes, in the wild when we're out in the real world. Um, uh, one of our listeners, she saw me at. I don't know if I told you this. This was a while ago, last year at um, I it's called I Party. So essentially, it you know those little party things that we've been going to where they have the music, a DJ, and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was like music from like childhood. So it was Disney, and it was the guy who plays the puppet guy from Victorious. He was a DJ. Oh my so gosh. fun. So fun. When it comes back again, we should go. Anyway, I was walking and our our uh listener, she goes, I know you. And you know, I'm in Charlotte, so I'm like, oh my gosh, she's probably on the sidewalk. All right, can I run if someone starts to beat me up? Because they know that I'm pro-life. I can do this. Oh and then she God. goes, Oh, you have that podcast, right? And I was like, Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> so instead of starting each other, we can do like this now, everybody. Yeah. We'll, like we'll have our cups know. and we'll do like this. So then we'll know. I was like, I legit was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to like, I might have to fight somebody. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm going to have fun. Like, I'm not, but she listens to the podcast and so she got it. Shout out to you if you're still a listener. I really appreciate that. You have no idea how that made my day. I went home and told everybody. Sounds so. like it's made your last year. Still, like, <laughs> it kind of has. It kind of has. Um. Anyway, join the app as well. And join the Patreon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get started. We are 15 mm-hmm. minutes in. Hey, we did better than we've we done better. before. Okay. So 
Oh, and before we get, oh, are you ready? Everybody get your cups. Okay. So before we do that, someone asked me about why we haven't addressed indict the indictment and Hunter Biden and stuff like that. I don't know enough about those topics to address them, A. And I really, unless it's like a pop culture thing, I don't mind just saying random things about pop culture that don't really matter. So like <laughs> if I say like, yeah, you guys didn't know Tom Brady was actually has a child with Kim Kardashian. Like I don't mind saying that because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. That's not, you know. So you're saying like if you accidentally misspeak, it's the stakes aren't that high. Exactly. If I accidentally misspeak, whatever, like haha, Mallory got that wrong. If I accidentally misspeak about something Hunter mm -hmm. Biden related or even the indictment, I would feel even worse. And the stakes are a little bit higher for that. Um yeah. so we haven't spoken on that. I would say I will say this. I've been trying to like listen to some different things Everybody has an agenda. I'm sorry, that's just the truth. I don't care how much you love your commentator, they have an agenda. So I would encourage you to listen to both sides and then try to glean a little bit of truth from everything. I think Breaking Points does a good job. Um, and I think, yeah, that's the only one I can really think of right off the bat that I think does a good job at trying to be balanced. And that's only because they have someone on the left and the right who talk. So... Uh, mm -hmm. and I don't know any other show that does that. So I would look at that and then, you know, listen to your favorite commentator, sure. And then listen to like a Hassan or a Vosh or uh, that guy that doesn't like people. You guys know who I'm talking about. If you're in the space, you get who I'm talking about. Listen to them. So I just wanted to clear that up. Let's get started. Okay. The first topic. Much to say. It's on the tip of everybody's tongue. Everybody's been talking about it. You can't log on to Twitter without saying something related to it. You, you can have an Apple phone without having this pop up on your no. Apple News. Right. Lizzo. What are we talking about Lizzo? Mm. So this article is from Yahoo News. And this is, I believe, the latest article that I could find by the time we're recording this. Just an FYI. So there could be more information um, since I've recorded. I mean, yeah. since we've recorded. Okay. Lizzo is sued by three former tour dancers for sexual harassment creating a hostile work environment, and Lizzo has yet to make a public response, so she has by now. Um, okay. Lizzo is being sued by three former dancers for alleged sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. According to a lawsuit filed on Tuesday that was obtained by Yahoo Entertainment, one woman claimed she was weight-shamed by the Grammy-winning singer. Two alleged they were pressured into nude photo shoots. One woman claimed to be nearly assaulted by Lizzo. The complaint was filed in Los Angeles County Superior Court against Lizzo for Melissa Vivian Jefferson. Wow, Jefferson. I know. Um, <laughs> that's just so like, I I'm going to say it. That's just so black. Like, <laughs> you can tell she's black. Oh, really? Jefferson. I thought like Melissa Jefferson sounded like super like white. Melissa maybe, but Jefferson, that's a black last name. Like Johnson. Johnson's a black last name. Really? Yes. Every, yes. Johnson's a black last oh, name. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I didn't mean to laugh at that. You Sorry. You laugh. It's funny. Okay. Laugh. I just think <laughs> Melissa Jefferson becomes Lizzo. I guess because Melissa, maybe like Liz Lizzo. Yeah. Lizzo. Yeah. I would have done Lizzo. No, Lizzo? Lizzo? I would have done Lizzo. I think it would have been Lizzo because Lizzo is also the feminine version of it. Yeah. 
but I guess Lizzo, like Lizzo. It was Lizzo. Yeah, she definitely has a presence. Anyways, yeah. continue. So, anywho, her production company, Big Girl Big Touring, and Big G R R R L. That's very good point. Big Girl Big Touring <laughs> <laughs> and Shirley Quigley, the captain of Lizzo's dance team. Embarrassed allegations by defendants, they claim sexual and racial harassment, disability discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment. The stunning nature of how Lizzo and her management team treated their performers seems to go against everything Lizzo stands for publicly. While privately she weight shames her dancers and demeans them in ways that are not only illegal, but demonstrate, but I'm sorry, they're not only illegal, but absolutely demoralizing. Attorney Ron Zambrano, a partner in employment litigation chair at West Coast Employment Lawyer says in a statement on behalf of the three women. Yahoo reached out to a rep for Lizzo, but did not receive a response. Here's what we know. In February 2023, the dancers went out with Lizzo after a show in Amsterdam. Okay, everybody, this is what is crazy to me. Everybody just listen. Yeah, I feel like we should do a little bit of a trigger warning because this is fair. This is graphic, y'all. And it's gross. Okay. Quote, these invitations were not unusual and the attendance was not mandatory, but it was well known that dance cast members were expected to endear themselves to Lizzo. Lizzo often mentioned that she had eyes and ears everywhere and only wanted good people with good energy around her. Yikes. Okay. End quote. The women claimed people who attended after parties with Lizzo were favored and would usually get more work outside the tour, so they felt they needed to go. The singer planned a night out in Amsterdam's Red Light District, which is known for sex shows. The group went to a club where patrons were supposedly encouraged to interact with nude performers and things, quote, quickly got out of hand, end quote, according to the lawsuit. The complaint- Shocker. How could that get out of hand? Right. How could a group of people who work together go to a sex show where there's nudity and not get out of hand? Okay, here we go. The complaint alleged Lizzo encouraged her crew to, quote, touch the nude performers and engage in other explicitly sexual acts with them. Lizzo then turned her attention to Miss Davis and began pressuring Miss Davis to touch the breast of one of the nude women. Davis declined, but Lizzo allegedly led a chant encouraging her to do it. Davis briefly touched the performer's breast and was mortified. That same night, Lizzo supposedly pressured a member of her security team to get on stage and, quote, his pants were pulled down, exposing his buttocks. Plaintiffs were aghast with how little regard Lizzo showed for the bodily autonomy of her employees and those around her, especially in the presence of many people whom she employed. After about a week later, Lizzo invited her dancers out to Paris, allegedly telling them they were going to a place with, quote, live dancers performing, and they would be able to learn something or be inspired by the performance. The venue was called Crazy Horse. Plaintiffs were under the same pressure as before to go out with Lizzo after the performance. But this time, the fact that they were attending a show where nudity was prominently featured was hidden from them making them completely surprised when the curtain was drawn and nudity was yet again on display. They were shocked that Lizzo would conceal the nature of the event from them, robbing them of choice not to participate. Okay, I didn't include, I guess, 
thinking ahead. I thought I'd include another very salacious yes. part of this. Yes, I, I thought we were getting into that. I thought we were as well. I will briefly describe it. Uh, it I'm sure it's in this art in the entire article. I just didn't. I can't read entire articles, y'all. I just like clip out things. Yeah. Um. Essentially, at a sex show, there was an opportunity for them to take a banana <laughs> out of no it's, it's okay laugh because like, it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable this that, is like the most this is the craziest thing you've ever heard a banana out of the vagina of another woman they were encouraged to do this to take the banana with their mouth out of the vagina and apparently the place they went to is known for things like that now let me set the scene you are excited. This is your dream job. You are working with someone who you think is a leader, an innovator in your field. They say, hey, let's all do an after work activity. You show up. There's naked people everywhere and there's food and you're expected to engage with the naked people in the food together. How uncomfortable, how disgusting, how disturbing of uh, that. To me, that's the wildest part. There's other things that she's done. Apparently, she weight shamed people, which is crazy for a mirror. Out of, I mean, you know, the irony is just right there. She yes. weight shamed people. She um, like made people kind of uncomfortable about like kind of sexually harassing, you know, doing the touching the butt thing and like. Um, but to me, the most disgusting. Oh, and she kind of made it like a really intense work environment, like kind of a hard taskmaster. And those are all terrible things. I. In a perfect world, you would not work for a boss like that. But exposing you, like having you feel obligated to go to nudity things, and then having you like touch someone's breast, having you eat a banana out of someone's vagina. That is absolutely disgusting. That there is no excuse for that. That is absolutely disgusting. Um yeah. but before you go, I want to talk about something else in regards go to ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go keep going. Keep going. Okay. I'm going to pull back a little bit. We're going to talk on the macro about this whole thing with Lizzo. <sighs> From my understanding, Lizzo grew up a bigger girl. When you grow up a bigger girl, people are mean to you. They bully you. Um, she probably wasn't asked to prom. She could have been. I don't know. Most bigger girls weren't. I wasn't asked. Most bigger girls weren't. You go through life kind of feeling a little bit second-class citizen. You take two routes, typically. You either wear a lot of sweatshirts and sweatpants to kind of like hide who you are, kind of try to be invisible, or you develop a great personality, wear cute clothes, and um, talk all the time. You can guess what route I took. Um, and you can probably guess what route Lizzo took. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you don't have something in you to once, okay. So this is like the background of, the, of people. Everybody has issues. Everybody has problems. People who grew up incredibly poor are bullied as well. Here's the thing. When you get power, think about this. She got power quickly out of mm. nowhere. People, she has tons of yes men around her, yes women, yes days <laughs> around her. And um, I'm sorry, I had to. It's like that's her whole thing. She's so like, yeah. Anyway. Which is why this is so jarring. Like she's so, yeah, everybody come, come. I don't care what you are, who you are, what you do. Um, if you don't have something in you to morally check you, to mm -hmm. morally be like, hey, you know what? 
even though I was treated badly, that doesn't mean I treat other people badly. If you don't have uh, people around you to hold you accountable, to be like, hey, girly, you're getting a little too big for your britches. If you don't have a brother or a sister that'll tell you right away, like, hey, you need to chill. You're too much right now. You become a monster. And we see this in time and time again. I just feel like we haven't seen it to this scale in a long time, but we see it time and time again. If you, and, you know, we see people who grew up bad. We see people who grew up poor. Think about all of the, I'm actually thinking about someone right now who is like very mean and like tyrant. And the first thing they'll tell you when they tell you about how they got successful, well, I grew up poor. I didn't have that, which is, you know, that's perfectly like good. Like you should get better, but like you also should keep your morals. Like you also should treat people better. You should treat people how you wish they had treated you. Mm -hmm. But you have to have that in you. You have to know that that's what it is. And you also have to like, you can't make excuses for, okay, you, I don't want to say like, okay, you had a terrible life. That's not right. Yeah, life can be hard and difficult. We can only play with the cards we're dealt. That's just a fact. You can only yeah. play with the cards you're dealt. But you have the choice and option to figure out what to do with them. And mm-hmm. I truly think what it is, is she never, she got power out of nowhere. And she said, I'm going to do to people what they did to me. I'm going to be mean. I'm going to make people uncomfortable. She's hypersexual for whatever reason. I mean, you know, that yes. assumptions on that. She's hypersexual. I think that's also kind of a, a response. I, I don't know. I don't know her psychology. What I'm getting, I was looking at, I feel like that's a response to not being sexualized, mm. which is interesting how people react to things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so if you don't have something in you to like check you, if you don't have something in you to be like, you know what, like I can't treat people this way, you're going to turn out like that. You're going to become a tyrant. You're going to be mean. And here's what's crazy. You know, these allegations come out normally, like even with Jonathan Majors, people, no, I never had that experience with her. Oh no, uh, he's been so great to me. I mm-hmm. love so-and-so. I haven't heard a single thing from a celebrity saying anything like that. Think about that. Mm. No, what everybody's kind of either like, yeah, I had an experience with her too, where she was pretty bad, or they're just silent. I mean, mm. Beyonce, she's in a Beyonce song. Beyonce has not said her name since Tuesday in that song. Beyonce mentions mm. her, um, and I think it's Break My Soul, something like that. And she has not said her name since then. Which is also interesting because it's like, well, did you know she was a terrible person and you just didn't say anything mm-hmm. to us earlier? But then yeah. that also leads me to last thing and then you you have the floor. That no, also leads me to people. It is very brave to come out against someone who has power over yeah. you, someone who has any type of authority. It is yes. very brave. You think that you'll be in a situation where your boss, you know, says something to you or mistreats you and you'll go huh, not me throw your coffee on them and be like right. i quit and i'm yes. suing you that's what you yes. think you'll do and then you'll get in a situation and you'll be like or you'll think or you'll think they're so sure of themselves they've got to be right so it must be me if i'm hesitant that's a me problem exactly you think that 
that you're going to be this great. But sometimes that just doesn't happen. So it's very brave. And I commend people who speak up. For sure. And that's what needs to be done. So there's that. And then the other thing, the last thing I want to say about this, whatever is done in the dark always comes to light. I, I was, see- I literally, that's exactly what I said when we read this for the first time. That's what Perfect. I said out loud. I see this all the time. And you know what? It sometimes doesn't come right away. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes it takes years. I don't think decades. it takes, yeah, sometimes it takes decades. But whatever is done in the dark always comes out to light. Always. So if you're doing something, stop it. Get accountability and apologize. Go ahead and stop now and get accountability. Or if someone's doing something to you, just hold on to that. Whatever is in the dark always comes out to light. And we see versions of celebrities, influencers, commentators. We see the version of them that they want us to see. We can't put too much stock in who people want us to see because you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. I don't say every time. But you you can't, you know, don't, don't expect people to be completely who they are in real life until you see that for yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best way to say it. One of the biggest compliments Isabel gave me was she said something like, you're actually funny in real life like you are online. And first of all, anybody calling me funny, I'm going to think about that for the next week. So that was the first thing. You Second are thing funny. Is, I actually had a text from a friend today saying, like, she couldn't stop laughing at us. So you're funny. Love that. Um, thank you, friend. Um, wow, that's all I'm thinking about. Um, <laughs> you're like, what well, was I saying? <laughs> yeah, what was I saying? Um, but no, like, that is such a compliment. And, like, that's you know, if you are looking to be in the space like this, or if you want to, you know, if you're a singer and you want to be a singer one day, um, come on the podcast before you become famous. That's the first thing I'm inviting you now to come here before you become famous. Um, and when you become famous too, who's silly me? Also when you're famous. Um, especially. But, <laughs> especially when you're famous. Um, no, but seriously, like if you're thinking about that, like always be true and genuine because it's always going to come out whenever anyone is like not a good person it always comes out all right go ahead Freeman. well i w- i love everything you said i think you have a really unique perspective on this i remember asking you in the beginning stages of our friendship like what you thought of lizzo and it was fascinating to hear everything you had to say because i hadn't given it really any thought and i think you're right to say that like assuming that these allegations are true i don't know how you could possibly i don't know how you could possibly dream this up right (laughs) well okay wait really quick i want to say there was this clip or like a chunk that was going around that said she was in a meeting and she cracked her knuckles before responding and i thought that was so funny and then i read more and i was like oh my god this woman's crazy but like the idea of going into a meeting with your boss like you coming in and talk to me yeah what's up freeman like that's so funny yeah yeah the rest you can't dream up that you can dream up but like the rest you can't continue yes yeah so i mean I think I I think I definitely agree with you in in that assuming this is true, assuming that like she has been attacking other people sexually and physically. I think that's a that's a sign that she has 
seen herself as a merely physical, superficial body. I think her brand, I think her brand is being what you see is what you get to a fault. Um, and I think I, I'm not explaining this well, but it's basically like if you see yourself as merely a body, of course you're only going to see your peers as merely bodies. No. So if you're critical of is... your body, if you're critical of your body, you are going to be the first person to judge someone else's body. So if someone's criticizing you for being loud or being unattractive or for being a goody two shoes or whatever that definitely can hint at an insecurity that they're experiencing and vice versa if you're noticing oh that person's really unattractive or oh she is not well spoken or oh like whatever it is it's because you're probably insecure in that way too so however someone's attacking you it's because they're afraid of being attacked in that same way Brina, I don't know if that makes sense. That was so astute. I'm over here making jokes and, and you're like giving the philosophical response. No, no, no. I'm like, what about this? And you're like, no, 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 no. no, I, no. I mean, I feel bad about how much like I'm laughing at this, but like, this is the most insane story. Insane. I mean, because she, her I mean, whole brand, like I said earlier, her whole brand is like, yes. I'm the sweet, kind person. Don't let anyone talk bad about you. Love me and all that yeah. I am and let everyone love you and all you are. And then it's like, and you know what? This is another thing um, that I think people who, okay, some background. I feel like a lot of people who make commentary on like obesity, especially people who have never been obese, are also never around people who are obese. Like when I think mm. about all my friend groups, except for one, if I left the friend group, nobody would know anyone that was fat. So mm. people get their ideas from what they see on TV, online, and TikTok. Okay. I think that the, the average obese woman not all of them. I'm, and I'm also talking about myself. You don't get to a certain weight because you're happy with yourself. Everything's all fine and dandy. You have all everything together. You're really like life is going, life is going a okay for you. You don't get there because everything is good. So she clearly has something, like you were saying, she clearly mm. feels something about herself. And it's mm. projected, and she only mm. sees herself as the body, like you said. It's projected mm. with other people. Mm -hmm. You can easily objectify someone if you don't see yourself as a as a anything other than a body. It'll be easy to objectify mm -hmm. somebody else. It's no problem to touch someone's butt if you just mm -hmm. see butts as butts. Like who cares? Mm -hmm. Like just someone's butt. And I mm -hmm. think that that's like part of it. I I think that there's there's so many other things. And these aren't excuses because, like I said, trash human. <laughs> That's the biggest uh, lesson out of Whoa. this. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. You're having someone, you have the I power. agree. I agree. Having I mean, someone eat a banana. I mean, trash human that, I don't know. I, I just wasn't eat expecting a those words. Like the banana thing, like, you know, she was just. The banana like, thing, I cannot come back from. I'm pretty sure I've had nightmares. Like, that is the craziest thing. I've never even heard of something like that. 
I don't even know people do that. I know. That. And I feel like I've heard of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking of what have I heard of. I'm not going to lie. I have not heard of a lot. But I don't, like, I definitely have not heard of that. I, I can I can attest to that. So, maybe okay, maybe trash is a little harsh. If she did this. I like how you're saying if. Because technically, we won't know until the court case. Even though... It feels as if she did. Whatever. I can't anyway, consensus, but what were you saying? The Anyway, my whole point is, like, when you are, um, when you feel that way about yourself, you can, like, I'm mean, just repeating what you said, really. When you feel that way about yourself, that's how you're going to treat other people. And yeah. she feels that way. She has all these other things going on. So she's treating people that way. And you have to, I just think that's so important why you have to be self-aware, which, you know, that our country lacks that. You got to be self-aware and yeah. you also have to really be, and I'm saying this as someone who is a bigger person who, you know, has it, things going on in her life. You have to be like grounded in the Bible. I mean, I, I don't know how else, where else to go with this. Yeah, it has to be the Bible because um, you, it, you're, that's the only thing that can give you morality other than things that just, because you're going to want to do things to satisfy your flesh. You're going to want to do things that make mm. you feel good. If yelling at this other, you're big yourself and calling another girl, you need to, I think the thing was like, the girl said she had an eating disorder. Um, and which, I mean, let's be honest, if you're doing all of that dancing, because they were her background dancers. I know, I know. I, way, I actually, I was talking to my brother about this. I used to, I hadn't said this out loud. I hadn't said this before on the podcast, but I was going to start the rumor that she wore a fat suit because I saw this video of her jump of jump roping, and I'm like, this can't be like I honestly the video of her jump rope. I'm like, this she I, she can't just be like that. The and like all the dancing. What was dancing. it not like what? Like I jump rope, and I'm like this, and she's like this. Oh, so like, she was moving really quickly and yes. like easy. And then have you hmm. seen clips from the show? I mean, she's doing the whole night and multiple nights. Like she's moving. And I'm like, how is she not losing weight? I mean, the summer yeah. or the semester that I was just walking to work, I lost like 20 pounds. And wow. she's doing high, you know, intensity movement. Like aerobics. Aerobics. Like if you guys are not, this is definitely the episode to watch. <laughs> um and like you i'm doing all the time almost out of breath and like you know I, i'm about as big as her so like there's no way there's no way anyway well what i could see is and you've talked about this what i could see and this is my last thing is her shaming people for losing weight no she was that would make sense right? i know i know what i know what they said but I could also see the flip. Yes, I definitely could see which, that too. Because you got to keep up your. Which wouldn't be good either. Because <laughs> you have. And like that's what I just don't understand. Oh, sorry. So uh, what I'm saying is like the girl says she had an eating disorder. And then oh, yeah. Lizzo sorry, fired her and said she was gaining too much weight. And it's like clearly, you know, you're doing all this moving and, you know, you've remained that size. Not only that, you don't have this movie and you gain, clearly something is going on. Maybe get her some help. Yeah. 
if you care about people, get her some help. But it says she fucked. And that is a projection of like what's going on with her. Yeah. Anyway, Lizzo's canceled party. Is that what the kids used to say? Lizzo Lizzo's over party. Oh gosh. That's what the kids say. Um <laughs> Switching Gears, our next story is brought to you by NBC. This is something that happened last week, and I wanted more information before we discussed it. Um, so here we go. Here are the five most memorable moments from the Congress's UFO hearing. Former military officials made a series of mystifying claims about unidentified aerial phenomenon under the oath at Wednesday's congressional hearing. Three former military officials told Congress Wednesday that they believe that the government knows much more about UFOs than it's telling the public. An office over I'm sorry, a House Oversight Subcommittee held a hearing on UFOs officially known as Unidentified Phenomenon, or UAPs, and heard testimony. Okay, here are the five things. Number one, the government is absolutely in possession of UAPs. David Grush, a former U.S. intelligence official, told the panel that he is absolutely certain that the federal government is in possession of UAPs, citing an interview he had, citing an interview he said he conducted with 40 witnesses over a four-year period. Number two, non-human biologics were found at a crash site. Gorish said, Gorish, who underscored that he was not personally spotted at a UAP, told the panel that he knows of multiple colleagues who were injured by UAPs. He also said he has interviewed individuals who had recovered non-human biologics from crash UAPs. Number three, Officials uh, must establish a safe and transparent reporting process. Some lawmakers and witnesses pushed the federal government to establish clear channels to communicate UAP information with both the public and the military. And so the military should establish a comprehensive reporting process for unidentified object sightings. Number four, stigma associated with sightings silences possible witnesses. I feel like that's not something you just they discovered. That's like the <laughs> that. that's just like a societal theory. Right. <laughs> Have you been on stigma. Earth? Society <laughs> stigmatizes alien? this. Right. <laughs> Some witnesses and lawmakers at the hearing argue that the stigma associated with reporting UFO sightings, as well as the alleged harassment of those who work to investigate them, may be hindering efforts to determine their origins. Number five. UFOs spotted accelerating to supersonic speeds. David Fravor, a former Navy commander, said he and three fellow military pilots spotted a white tic-tac-shaped object in 2004 hovering below their jets and just above the Pacific Ocean. As he descended to to inspect the sighting, he claimed that the unidentified aircraft, which he said bore no visible rotors, wings, or exhausts, began to ascend and approach his fighter jet. He uh, claimed that the UAP then vanished, only to reappear a few seconds later, but this time it was spotted uh, 60 miles away. Fravor told the committee that the technology he and his team encountered defies logical explanation. The technology that we face is far superior to anything that we had, Flavor, Fravor claimed, and there's nothing we can do about it. Nothing. That was ominous. That was. I mean, this could be a good thing. What are your thoughts? <laughs> okay. 
first of all, I don't think it's a good idea to just like willy nilly tell the public everything. I think the public has like it's like kind of our thing to f- to be frantic and to panic. So I really don't think that's the best thing to always do. I don't think explicit extreme transparency is always the best thing. I will say I I first of all definitely believe everything that's happening. Everything that they're saying, 100% believe in it. Definitely do not think us humans are the only intelligent beings in like the in like the entire space. I mean, we're pretty arrogant if we think we're the only I mean, honestly, right. if we think we're the only intelligent beings, I mean, we're not that intelligent, first of all. Like, let's face it. Right. <laughs> like think about all the space that exists. There's no way. There's just no way. I do think we have a very specific moral duty different from other beings. Because mm-hmm. the Bible but, is written for us. That's what I had a Bible teacher tell us. He said, we know, he was like, we don't know what's out there, but we do know the Bible is written for us. So God can write mm-hmm. the Bible for them, or it could just not apply to them. I don't know. Because humans are like. Well, I like imagining. Species. What? Humans are like a different, we're a different species. Like, we yes. were, cre- we're great. We are the great creation. Yes. What I do think would be interesting to think about, though, is like we're overdue for a huge asteroid, like really overdue for an asteroid. What if there is some civilization out there protecting us? That's my theory. What's your theory? That's fun. First, I want to say... I it's fun to speculate no matter who you are you really don't know right so if Mm -hmm. you're an expert you're not you don't know (laughs) um well no because I know there's gonna be people who are like it's demons okay the demon theory I don't really think it's demons I think there could be no some that people there people could okay so is this movie encounters of the fifth kind it's actually a documentary it's not the the first time or whatever, it, it I don't know why they made it seem like it's part of that same series. It's actually this guy, he investigates uh, alien sightings, and it's these people who say they've been contacting aliens through um, some sort of drug. I don't think they're contacting drug? aliens. Yes. I don't think they're contacting aliens. I think that maybe aliens are used as a word to describe things that we don't understand. Um, so I think those are demons for sure. There's like a line in the thing if the guy says something like, um, I, I've been praying to God all these years. So he has something wrong with his ear. He was like, I've been praying to God all these years to hear, hear, heal my ear. I tell my alien once and now it's healed. Who have I been praying? Something like that, which is like, yikes. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So there's that. I don't think necessarily all aliens are demons. I think sure people, you're doing those drugs. I have no doubt you're probably talking to demons. They're probably like, oh, fun. You're in our dimension now. Okay. I think... (laughs) Okay, so I think there definitely are aliens. I'm a little skeptical about what they told us. I don't think it's, like, distracting us from something. I think that's... Okay, yes. I don't think that. I don't think that. Of course. I do think that this could just be like placating us 
I like the idea. So if you guys listen to Blurry Creatures, which you should, I like this lady talked about how aliens have been here. She actually says that she was abducted since she was a child. And aliens have been here this whole time. And what was so great about, like, you know, sometimes you listen to those, to the guests they have on, you're like, whoa, this guy is kooky. Like, yikes. Like, all right, I'm going to pray for you, buddy. But, like, mm-hmm. I didn't get that vibe from her at all. She could have just been a great actress. I don't know. But I really enjoyed her episode. Mm-hmm. She said that there's aliens that have been here this whole time. And there's people who are part alien. Like, and you can, she said she can tell because of all the things that she's been through. I like that idea. I like that idea that they've been here this whole time and we don't know anything uh, about it. Yeah. Uh, they've been here this whole time and we don't know anything about it. Um, because there's like maybe some sort of like treaty or something. Um, now that's a little out there, but I don't know. That sounds fun to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're telling us. Right. Why not? Who's it going to hurt? Um, I don't know why they're telling us now. I don't know if I, like, I believe there are aliens, but I don't know if I believe that these things happened. I don't know if you know what I'm trying to yeah. say. Tim yeah. Tim Albrino is another guy. I love him. You should follow him on Instagram, everybody. He talks about aliens a lot. And what did he say? He said that these aliens that they're talking about are are not real aliens. And I kind of believe that. I don't know. Like, because this falls under, like, aerial phenomenon falls under a real, that's a really big umbrella. It could right. be an it could be an intelligent being. We, we could also be talking about, like, something like a Russia thing or a Chinese object, you know, or some other kind of country unidentified object. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, aliens. Right. It could even just be, like, a glitch in, like, their technology that they think they saw something and they didn't you know i mean i don't want i want to err on the side of caution which is this is scary we need to address it but also like aerial phenomenon is a big umbrella also here here's the other thing why is it scary how do we know the aliens aren't here to pay our bills and to exactly. be friends with us? That's like- why I'm so bothered by the, like, they're all demons. I mean, that just really, really, actually, like, really, really bothers me. Because oh. to say that something is unfamiliar, therefore it's evil, is anti-Christian, frankly. Like, it Whoa. really bothers me. Okay. 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 <laughs> no, that's I like that you have that stance and that you're very bold on that. I I agree. I, I didn't think of it like in the sense of like it's anti-Christian or that like it's wrong to think that just because we don't like but I mean that makes sense to think that like we we can't automatically assume we don't understand or know something that it is bad. I mean that's kind of like when we were talking about the you know, I'm concerned about the whole clone and all that other stuff. I'm like, oh, do they have the same human rights as us? Da, 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 da. And you're like, uh-huh. well, we should just err on the side of caution. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're right. We should. Because I'm, what about their souls? Are, are, do they, you're like, err mm-hmm. on the side of caution. Who does mm-hmm. it hurt? I think that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. I think that, I mean, they could be nice. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, they know. haven't harmed us thus far. Yeah. There's no that we know of. There's no, no proof of. that there's no proof that we've had any kind of interference, you know, in in a, in a meaningful way. So 
and they it's just as likely that they're really kind you know yes i think that so all media pretty much if you guys watch twilight zone or any movie or tv show about aliens they're always the bad guys they always want to hurt us or whatever yes i've thought about that i think that's because reality is that's what we would do like yeah we we panic it's unfamiliar therefore it's bad like, if we were to go to another planet, I think we would take back. That's oh, what I mean. Like, we, like oh. realistically, like, as like, humans, we would take back. We would we go to another planet. Oh, this is We would invade. We would yeah. invade. And I think that's That's why, our gut reaction as humans. And I think that's why we think they would do that to us. I am loving that. Oh, my gosh. I've never thought of that. I think oh about aliens probably, because know. we because we assume other people are going to do to us what we have done to others. And you know what? That kind of ties back into some of the stuff going on with Lizzo. What a great thread. Exactly. That's wow. why I'm freaking out. Wow. So great. We assume. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> say it. <laughs> We assume people are going to do to us what we have done to others. Or we do to others what we assume they will do to us. Oh, that's, that's it. Like that. We do to others what, they, what we assume they will do to us. And yes. I think, what we fear they will do for us. And I think that's why any type of any alien interaction that any media or even when people really sit down and think about it, I'll be honest, like, I have been... I would watch that stuff on History Channel. I have been obsessed with things like this. I would go to the cryptozoology section in the library when I was a kid and read all the books mm-hmm. about aliens and, and all the blurry creatures and whatnot. So I have been on this train for a while. I have believed. Um, I used Anyway, I have believed. But I'll be honest. Like, I'm not, like, I'm like oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, I don't feel yeah. like... <laughs> And my, this is such bad timing. I'm like, awesome. So are they going to help with my rent? Like, <laughs> I have a car payment. Is that, like, is this? Yeah. Do we all get, you know, $100,000 a month now? Because of, the, like, it just yeah. doesn't feel as a, like. Some kind of stimulus relief. Yeah. Like, are we, I, I don't feel a little bit of a sting or like a little bit, ooh, like I would have. Mm-hmm. Which is also why I'm kind of feeling like, it just doesn't feel like I'm kind of with Tim. I don't think this is I don't think this is real. I think or I think that they're not telling us the full story. Oh, for sure. I think they're not telling us the full story. And they're just giving us a little bit of sprinkle of like, oh, this is what it is. And once again, I and I wanna um say whoever that person is talking to in the spirit realm that makes him think that he doesn't need to talk to God, um yeah. because they healed him, demon. I don't know how like know the word for that other than demon but why i will say at the end of that movie i was like hmm okay i get i get what he's saying but why are we assuming this is an alien like why is this yeah why is it just not like a spirit being but i guess that's what yeah. spirit no i would i would consider spirit beings and aliens to be different let us know you guys Do you consider spirit beings and aliens to be different and i guess would an alien have a spirit a soul and a body? Oh God! Probably not, because we're the only ones created in God's image. Yep. So, 
an alien would probably be more akin to an animal. Yeah, I mean, animals know, you know, good and bad. I mean, they know, like, comfort, affection. Like, they can tell, like, oh, we're bullying this other dog. Like, I'll go give that dog love. You know, like, there are, yeah. there are moments, but it's not like... They're probably more in They don't have free will, you know? Right, right. It's interesting, ladies. Let us know. Oh, it's what interesting. Are your thoughts? Like, what did you think about the idea of the aliens? Like, do you think it's demons? Do you think it's something else? Um, let us know. And let's do one last story because otherwise it's literally just two stories. But we'll do a quick one. So I'm going to read really quick. I'm going to try not to make this too long. This is another thing everybody and their grandmother's talking about. The mm-hmm. Hill let out this uh, study. A popular narrative. Uh, this is from The Hill. A popular narrative suggests young people are liberal and getting more liberal. The social media buzz with a chart surface in spring that deem, that seems to suggest 12th grade boys have become overwhelmingly conservative. As with many Reddit posts and viral tweets, the truth was more complicated. But the numbers do say this. 12th grade boys are nearly twice as likely to identify as conservative versus liberal, according to the respected federal study of American youth. An annual surveys over the last three years, roughly one quarter of high school seniors self-identified as conservative or, quote, very conservative on the Monitoring the Future survey, a scholarly endeavor that, they back, that dates back to the 1970s. Only 13% of those boys identified as liberal or very liberal in those years. The figures represent a striking shift in the political view of boys as recently as the late 2000s. Liberal boys occasionally outnumber conservatives. Back in the Cater area, Carter area, both boys and girls lean liberal. Nowadays, it's girls who are drifting to the left. The share of 12th grade girls who identify as liberal rose from 19% in 2012 to 30% in 2022. Only 12% of girls identify as conservative in the last year's survey administrated, admin, yeah, administered by the University of Michigan. Young women, too, are trending liberal. Women ages 18 to 29 are more likely to identify as liberal now that any time in the past two decades. I want to just point this out. This is who we are. We're between 18 yes. and 29, and our mm-hmm. listeners are between mm-hmm. 18 and 29. Young women are almost twice as likely as young men to claim the liberal tag, a widening gender gap in political beliefs. But the leftward drift of young women alone has sufficed to move the needle on young adults as a whole. Gen Z favors liberalism over conservatism by a 48 to 33 margin, according to NBC News. Ten years earlier, the young adults split evenly between the two political camps. Wow. You want to go first or want me to go first? Can I go? Yep. Okay, so I did some research about this, and we'll be quick. Um, I think, obviously, in order for the right to become more appealing and more attractive to young women we need to think about what are young women in need of Mm -hmm. and why are they going to the left for it rather than the right Mm -hmm. so obviously we can all attest to this young women are feeling overwhelmed we lack self-esteem we are feel we feel directionless we worry about finding love and we struggle in friendships those are just some things that like i pulled from the internet and also kind of threw my own life into there (laughs) And yeah, so like those are things that I think all pretty much all of us listening can relate to. Why are women going to the left to solve these problems rather than the right? And 
my bigger question is what is the right offering? Because the left is offering answers. Like for example, the left is saying, oh, you lack self-esteem, either don't put an effort or spend your money on whatever makes you happy because self-care is best care, right? They're saying, oh, you feel you know, worried about finding love from a man, put out. <laughs> like then you'll find some love from a man. You feel like you're struggling with direction, climb the corporate ladder. That'll give you direction. So like friend, you struggle with friendships, you don't need anybody that doesn't uplift you. You know, cut them out, cut them off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are what are the conservatives' responses to these, if anything? I think we really have to get to the core of this issue, which is that young women are not identifying as Christian. Because mm-hmm. I think that if the Christian movement was more opening, more non-confrontational, more welcoming to young women, and we did more to address these issues in the first place, I think young women would then see that, and I don't, I know this is kind of controversial, but like, I believe that on very key issues, Christianity and the right explicitly mesh. Now, there are things the left gets right, like environmentalism, for example, that the right isn't doing well enough. And that explicitly- episodes on that soon. Looking forward to it. And that explicitly aligns with the Bible, right? But I think that if the church was more active in young women's lives, then inevitably- young women would become more conservative. And maybe that's not maybe that's not right, maybe that's not accurate, but we need to be asking, what are our fellow girls, our fellow friends and sisters in need of and how can we help them find those answers through Christianity and through conservatism? What do you think? Wow. Again, <laughs> I was going to say something super silly and dumb. No. That girl, I want to so hear. I want to hear. Well done. I mean, Thanks. I, I want to hear. I mean, say something stupid. Say something silly. I mean, <laughs> truly, like I, we need both. We yeah. like young women don't want to hear me intellectually talk about like philosophy no. and statistics. They want to hear also like you make a joke. <laughs> well, what that's I how say, we're gonna solve this. Is those five things you talked about? I'm really glad you researched. It. I looked that up because I think that should be kind of the market or like some kind of our target of what we do because what I really do want to do is I don't want to I mean I've talked about on my Instagram way too much and I'm I'm getting burnt out myself about the right we're not just doing this we're not doing this right we're not doing that right we're not doing that and we gotta Mm. have some solutions like after a while you know everybody that's talking about this way to go men huzzah men Mm -hmm. but no one's really saying okay wait wait wait. can we address what's going on with the women i really want those other girls not just the podcast but you know when we have our tea parties when we do our events gorgeous gorgeous girls i really want us to kind of address that because the goal really i truly believe that christianity is the true religion it's the only way to heaven and like you said i truly believe that if you are a christian and you're following christian values your values will align most to conservatism not Mm -hmm. every single thing will be conservative and Mm -hmm. you know if you identify as a liberal i'm not saying you're not a christian i'm just saying Mm -hmm. if you are a christian your values will align most with conservatism and because of that 
I think we will see a better, healthier society. And I think we do have the answers um, for this. I think um, one of the one, I think what you said about French, I want to address that really quick. That mm-hmm. is something that I have had to learn with age and to work on with, you know, if your friend calls you out on something, you don't cut them off right away. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can be upset with them. Like, you know, if I if I posted a picture that was like incredibly inappropriate and you texted me and you were like, Mal, this is kind of inappropriate. Why would you post that? Sure, I might not respond right away. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll You might have your, your moment, stomp yeah. your foot. Right, maybe I'll curse your name in the air at that time. <laughs> but I'm very grateful to have a friend, to have someone in my life who will call me out. Mm-hmm. Like That's how you, and that's how you build a deeper friendship. My friends that call me out on things, my friends that I can talk to and be open and honest with, those are the ones yeah. that, those are going to be the deeper friendships that you have. Um, and then, you know, even, I can even talk about the sleeping around thing. Like it does, we all want love as a single girl who's almost 30. I would love to have love. I have every guy I've ever dated. I legitimately was like, this is my husband. Of course, you know, I get that. Like I, (laughs) I get that. And I'm sure 99.9% of other girls, no matter what these girls are telling you you know you see all the girls on that line i've slept with 30 plus guys i slept with 100 guys i'm sorry that's not sure they might have but that's not the average girl and they're just talking because yeah. they need only fans they need their only fans to go up um that's not here that's another conversation but my point is like we all are wanting that and like the solution is not to sleep with a bunch of guys yeah the solution we can offer is to wait for that one guy that you were supposed to be with and sleep with them during marriage is doesn't get the instant gratification but i can promise you no. there's been so many times where like guys not so many times but like two times where a guy has really wanted to sleep with me and yeah. i know i'm not doing that that's not what i want to do and i look back and i'm like Ooh, dodgeable there. I know. This guy is crazy. I know. So many times. I'm saying so many times. It's been twice. But the point is. But like the, the amount of times you happens. think about. It that happens. You, yes. You're going to. You're, you are not going to regret not sleeping with someone. You'll mm-hmm. never regret not sleeping with someone. Yeah. You'll never regret sleeping with them. But you'll never Starting regret not sleeping with someone. That was good, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we have the answer to these, and I really, I'm so glad you looked that up because I really want to dive into them, um, in a series even or something. Like, this is this is good, and we can change this. I don't think you know. Then there was the people the past two days. Well, fellows, it looks like we're gonna have to go out of the country to get our women. Okay, sure, that's fine. Whatever, do what you want to do. Please, please. <laughs> Um, and then someone posted all the pictures of the men from a 90 day fiance. And it's like, yikes, I would not do that. Um, Mm -mm. so there's that response or the response is, okay, what is the problem? Okay. How do we solve this problem? Let's, let's see how we do it. Let's see how we fix this. Girls are feeling left out of conversations. And I think that, um, another thing 
I guess the last thing I'll say on this is I think that something that we have forgotten is men and women are not the same. We mm-hmm. Or we remember that all the time. Men and women are not the same. But that also means that men and women um, emotionally are different. We care. Mm-hmm. We're empathetic. And not saying men aren't. But mm-hmm. you know, statistically, we care. We're more empathetic. We see how this commentator is treating someone. And we don't really want to listen to them anymore. The more you hear that, you're like, oh, I, I don't want to listen to that. You see that. Yes. now. We, we have a very strict conscience, internal compass. Yes. And it's nature and it's nurturing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I want to quote really quick. So we can hold both emotions and logic in the same argument. It doesn't make us weaker. It makes us stronger. Barbie's right. Yes. Okay. That's from the Barbie movie. All right. So the idea, the idea though is when it comes to commentating, when it comes to all this stuff, when it comes to these beliefs, we have to think about the both aspects. We're so much, um, we're so much of the um, uh, facts don't care about feelings. Well, people care about feelings. I'm sorry. And, you know, I'm going to say yeah. it. There's commentators I have blocked on Twitter. I do not support and like, because I don't like how they talk about bad yeah. people. I don't mm-hmm. like how they talk about people who they disagree with. Mm-hmm. I don't like that attitude. And if I'm doing that and I'm on their side, because we probably agree on a good yeah. chunk of other things. We probably yeah. vote similarly. We probably do that test. And we're probably mm-hmm. both pretty far, pretty far right Christian conservative. But I don't like that. So I'm not going to listen. If I'm doing that, mm-hmm. I'm on their side. People who we would want to come to our side or even people who, here's another thing I think sometimes people forget. Not everybody's super into politics. Some people mm-hmm. are just kind of casual listeners, casual participants, really, of politics. And I think we kind of leave those people out. And they're watching us. They're watching how people interact. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're never going to listen to what we have to say if we're going to treat people like that. So I just yes. want anybody, uh, in conclusion, I want everyone listening to remember and know that like we value you listener and we want to do things to continue to create this community we want to continue to create a community where we can have these discussions if you don't consider yourself conservative because you feel you know if you listen to all those things you kind of like what the left says on those things and you feel like the right doesn't have a solution stay a little bit longer we want to offer you that solution and we want to encourage you to Look, listen to more to get some more information. Um, I I really don't want. I just keep seeing such negative, like, mm-hmm. yeah, girls, <laughs> these girls are just, da, da, da. and it's like, well, then let's come up with a solution because obviously, yeah, I I know what you're you're talking about. It's not just like it's not just people saying like these girls. It's people saying like these liberal girls, and like the word liberal is not a cuss word, okay. Right. <laughs> It's not a slur. It is a normal adjective. Like, that's not... Young women want to feel comfortable and safe. Mm-hmm. I want to feel safe. I do not want to worry about being on the other side of your wrath because we disagree on this one thing. Yeah. I am not going to listen to you on anything if I don't feel safe. That's why Ooh, that's I made good. my pro-life conversion was because the space I was in, I felt safe 
to do so. Mm. These other conservative spaces are not safe and they are not effective. Mic drop. And you're safe here. You are safe here. Even if you disagree with us, um, we will try to convert. No, I'm just joking. Even if you disagree with us, you are safe here. And I want to hear what you have to say. And I want to be able to have a dialogue so we can figure this thing out. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, you realize this country is getting really messed up worse than it was before. Maybe not worse Mm -hmm. than it was before, but we're, we're messing up. And our worse than it was in our lifetime. The divide getting this big, especially between gender, is not a good thing. This Mm -hmm. is not a good thing. This is not going to end well if something doesn't change. The divide, Mm -hmm. even amongst um, race, is not getting better if Mm -hmm. we do not make some changes. Among incomes. Among incomes. Oh, my goodness. Among incomes. The middle class is almost non-existent right now. Yeah. The divide getting worse is not good. So we have to come and we have to talk and we have to do something about it. We have to come up with a solution. And you are more than welcome to talk with us for that solution. We will always give you um, our opinion that is back Christian conservative. Um, we're always going to give you that opinion through the podcast. And, you know, our goal is to get you to think and come up with an idea yourself. Ideally, I would prefer that to be Christian and conservative. But if that's not the conclusion you come to right away, that's okay too. Thank you for listening. Yep. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please make sure you rate, write, you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow and write in the whatever question we'll do i'm so tired whatever question it is answer uh whatever (laughs) yeah oh my gosh yeah whatever yes or no tell me yes or no um whatever (laughs) by the the time you see it answer it um answer questions on youtube respond and interact however respond on the app respond on the app we're having good interesting conversations on the app um i think that's it join the we have a free-for-all coming coming out yesterday by the time you hear this so tune into that and wednesday after you hear this my review of zoe 102 will be out i already recorded it i just haven't uploaded it so i'm gonna do that this weekend zoe 102 i watched it i gave you guys a little review you'll have to hear how i felt about it um that'll be on oops spoilers which is available on youtube and only on spotify so youtube and spotify oh oh yeah you're not a spotify girly (laughs) awkward um okay you guys. <laughs> um thank everybody for listening have a good night day evening however wherever you're listening bye bye